the Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for Thursday, August 3rd. Show number 292. Ooh, we're closing in on it. Closing in on that 300. I think the end of September is Ooh. looking at there for that. Uh, this is the uh, Hammer Down Race Report. I'm Scott Hammer. That's, uh, of course, Ron Miller coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the John Young Racing, Racing for First Responders, Dave Kemmer Studio. Tonight on the show, Sprint Car Racer uh, Kale Thomas will be joining us here just momentarily. As a matter of fact, he's waiting in the green room for us. And uh, Thunderstock driver, he's got five wins down at Limeland this year, Brendan Rassel will be joining us later on in the show. That's a pretty decent record. So, yeah, pretty uh, pretty full show for you tonight. And if you want to win one of those Hammerdown Racing Report window stickers, we're going to do that again tonight. That uh, will require you to type in hashtag DCR in uh, the comments there. Here's the, the window sticker. You can almost see it there. But, uh, yeah, we'll do that drawing at the end of the show. All you have to do is just in the comments, hashtag DCR for uh, DCR Graphics. That's courtesy of DCR Graphics. And uh, have we been on the U.S. Apple Podcast charts before? I don't think so, I know we've Scott. charted many times in Australia and just recently in Canada, and I think this is the and, first and, time we charted in the U.S. And India. And, and Well, I don't think I know that we charted in India. We just have a lot of Indian listeners, which right. I'm pretty sure are just bots. They're yeah. not real. But they uh, enjoy us. They do. We entertain those bots. Uh, they peaked at, uh, we peaked at number 243 on Apple Podcasts. Nothing spectacular, but we actually made the chart. We charted. That's the that's, part that's we're excited cool. about. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and honestly, Scott, there are thousands of podcasts. So, for us to be even noted. Okay. Yeah. I say millions. But you go with that. Okay. Romulo Race Cars in Lamberville, Michigan, has uh, race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, broken weld, uh, fixing, um, welding e services. E exhaust extensions. Yeah, that, that, all kinds of things. Anything you need, uh, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. I have somebody who's looking for a, a compact, a, a girl that wants to get into racing. Do you know any uh, compacts for sale, dirt compacts? I don't. What's the going price for one of those, a no, race-ready, do you know? No, I'm not sure. Oh my I, I, you were the professor. You know everything. I, I sell a lot of parts oh. to those folks, but I don't know what a race-ready car goes for. All right. Well, uh, Nathan Goodman might be a good oh, person yeah. to, to talk to there. He he buys and sells See, and trades. if you don't know the answer, you know how to get it or who to go to. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Oakshade Raceway also sponsoring us. Uh, we're the fastest meet to race every Saturday night. Go to oakshaderaceway.com. Follow them on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok this weekend is a full show, and I guess we're doing bike giveaways. I wasn't, didn't, because uh, last week they got rained out for the Night of Wheels That's bike this giveaways. week? And uh, I saw a post this afternoon that said we're doing bike giveaways. I'm not sure if it's all of them or just a few or, or how that's working. Because when I talked to Pam uh, at Saturday. A to, at a date to be announced. Dan Rice, who does the uh, Night of Wheels bike giveaways, is all booked up with, because he does his DJ service, and he's all booked up with weddings through the end of the well, season. Well, and there's a couple of tracks that give away a few bikes every week. And that's what she mentioned we might be doing. So okay. that, that may be the start of that. Just I'm a tease. Sure. But either way, there's going to be a full show of late models, sportsmen, uh, Dominator Superstocks, and Compacts in action this Saturday night at Oakshade Raceway. 
Uh, also have to mention Big D's Pizza. We'll be giving away some Big D's Pizza uh, a little bit later on tonight. Dominator Race Products, DCR Graphics, Freeze Frame Photos, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. Coming up, we will do our uh, racing roundup. Before we get to that, let's uh, bring on our first guest of the evening. We have Mr. Kale Thomas with us. Hey, guys. Hey, how's hey. it going, sir? Pretty good. Well, hold on. Messing up my cameras here. There we go. Now we got you on the screen. <laughs> uh, hometown in Indiana. Uh, where at in Indiana are you from? Uh, I uh, grew up in Fairland, Indiana, and then I live not too far from there in Fountaintown, Indiana. Okay. Uh, southeast Indianapolis, about 15 minutes away. So you never raced at Salem, if you, but, but you lived there. No, I, yeah, I, I I don't know how far Salem is from me. I think it's a couple hours. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, I never got to race there. So uh, you just uh, got the the J Kaiser Racing number twenty three ride uh, just before this past weekend, I believe. Um, how did that uh, deal come about? Uh, uh, one of my good friends, Hunter Schurenberg, uh, he has ran that car before, and then uh, he ran it the week before I did. Uh, he had some different things he wanted to do and couldn't be in it. And he's always told Jay for the last couple of years to put me in it and try me out. And uh, me and Jay had talked and decided uh, to give it a try. Well, it looked like uh, things were going well your first night out at Attica there, uh, fighting for the win, and then uh, bad luck kind of bit you in the butt there. What what happened? Oh, yeah, I was just uh, kind of caught cap there uh, going into lap traffic. And uh, he blocked me going in a three, which was fine. And then uh, he, I ran the top, and he kind of slid across it, I think, more than he anticipated. And he got over the cushion and got a little sideways in front of me. And I had a run and nowhere to go, and we kind of just collided and stuff. And you ended up uh, kind of on your lid there. Yeah, I did like a pirouette-type <laughs> deal and stayed in the gas. I kept going and stuff, and but I had to like – I did like a three six, like a spin around the infield because I realized the steering was broken and I just had to shut her down. So that that was pretty much the end of it. How'd you do uh, uh, Saturday night at uh, Fremont then? I started seventh and ran third. That's you went yeah. forward. That's that's not a bad deal. Yeah, I actually got beside Cap there, um, and then a caution came out, so I was going to be second for a split second, but it was going to be a good battle and. Uh, just needed more laps. So you'll be back at Fremont uh, both nights this weekend, Friday and Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, Jay talked a couple days ago, and we yeah, I took my seat with me because I didn't know what my plans were, if I could get a ride for Knoxville or um, run the Ironman or try to run the Capitini on Sunday at Knoxville. So um, all the kind of plans I had, you know, possibly in the brew just – haven't really came together, and uh, you know, I just gave the okay to Jay that um, to run with him this weekend. So, how is it? Is it a week by week by week basis with with Jay Kaiser, or is this kind of for the rest of the season? Yeah, right now it's uh, week by week. We haven't really talked exact schedule or anything like that. We do know that there's a lot of bigger races coming up in Ohio. And he did mention about, you know, putting me in and stuff like that. So I think we just kind of wanted to get through last week. And then now we're just getting through this week. And then with Knoxville coming up, we just never really have talked about it yet. And 
it's definitely possible that I could be in it for the rest of the season. Gotcha. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, would 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 you like that? Is that is that uh, the most ideal outcome for the situation? Uh, obviously, you want you know the best situation for both parties. And honestly, I had a lot of fun racing for, with Jay, and uh, he set up the car very good. And a lot of these bigger races coming up are at Attica and or and or Fremont. So I don't think it's a bad idea at all in my best interest to run for him. There is a lot of races that I would like to, you know, run that wouldn't be in his car that, you know, he can't go to or like he's never been to that. I don't know if he would or not. One of them being like the T50. I really want to go back to Port Royal and stuff. And uh, it's just a half mile. So I don't know, if, you know, what the plan is there. Gotcha. I'm guessing a, another good, perf- solid performance at Fremont this weekend uh, may influence things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he wants to do and stuff, and I just know that, um, yeah, if, if uh, work things work out, uh, we very well could be together. Uh, we were kind of talking before we came on here about all the the recent driver changes. It's yeah. like a, a constant uh, musical chairs with uh, drivers and teams in the sprint car ranks, top level teams and top level yeah, drivers. What's uh, do you have any insight as to what's going on? Why why so many changes this year? Uh, I, I think it's just unfortunate circumstances. I think a lot of it is, uh, honestly leads to the new tire. Um, the new tire has created a lot of, uh, controversy and, um, you know, fighting between drivers and the car owner and or crew chiefs. And uh, a lot of the drivers are confused and flustered. And then, uh, the crew chiefs and the car owners aren't, you know, having that reassurance in their driver and, I think um, I think you can blame both parties, but right now I think things have swung, and I think the drivers are not being respected as much as they should be right now. I was uh, in a in a Facebook chat yesterday, and and that topic came up, and uh, a good friend of mine suggested that the the costs have gone up so crazy this year that the car owners are expecting results. Um, the, the sponsors are expecting results and the drivers, like you say, aren't happy with the product they're given. Uh, and, and it's just a vicious circle and they, they keep changing drivers and, and drivers yeah. keep changing seats. Well, he took a yeah. seat with them. So, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm saying a seat, I'm talking, I about, know what you're saying. <laughs> Shut up, Scott. So yeah, I, I, um, I guess. I think the uh, the drivers are. I don't think the drivers are the problem necessarily. I think it's the whole product, and I think you can you can always blame drivers for making mistakes and you know them being maybe babies or complain about the car a lot. But um, at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of really good race car drivers that are splitting up with their teams that I don't think necessarily are bad drivers at all or doing anything wrong really um the top guys are having issues too so i don't think there's not really that many top level drivers to switch in and out that makes sense so um unless you're getting you're wanting to give a lower non-traveling guy a regional guy a chance there really is nobody else left to get well the 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 good news is i didn't i don't have any driver changes uh, this week i think uh-huh. for the first time in at least a month and a half 
So maybe maybe things are starting to settle down. I think there what? was there was something, wasn't there? Well, I'll blame my producer if I, if we miss something then. Yeah. I thought there was just something. That, hold on, let me think about it for a second. <laughs> I remember. Why uh, why are drivers like Larson and and Rico uh, so so consistently up front? Um, is it equipment? Um, they they can't be that much more talented than the the, the top ten or twelve uh, national racers. I think Kyle definitely, probably, you could say he is because of his uh, background and disciplines. But I think that's a good point, and I try not to get into that uh, too much. But the reason why these drivers are getting exchanged is because the car owners think it's the driver's fault. And the common denominator between all the top guys compared to the sub-second-tier drivers, you know, people like me or even people above me is the drivers, the crew chiefs, the team itself, the equipment has been all the same for years and years. Uh, Rico and uh, Ricky have, you know, they struggled there for a while when they first started, you know, working together and look at them now. They're one of the top, if not the top sprint car teams. Every, the everywhere they go. Exactly. And it's because of repetition, believing in each other, that mutual respect. If Ricky struggles, Rico's there to pick him up and vice versa. You can't be down on each other. You got to believe in the system and keep grinding every day. And that's why Kyle, Rico, uh, uh, Brad Sweet, David Gravel, and Logan Shuart, those guys are the best because of the system and they believe in the system. Gotcha. I was looking at some of the comments here. I did see something about Zess Sabo. Uh, is that the one you were thinking of? Yeah, I, I get. Yeah, it, and we yeah, just had Hickle. him on the show like a month ago, and right. he switched the ride. So, yeah. So I guess it's Hickle. I mean, I don't know okay. how deep people want to get into that, but there's some, you know, things going on there with that car. That's going on. Um, yeah, and Tim Schaefer. Tim Schaefer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I saw that. That, that was one. the one I was thinking of, the Tim yep. Schaefer, and then he popping in my old ride. So yeah, I thank just... you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I was wrong. The, the merry girl, the musical we'll cheers continue. We'll move right along from yeah. that one. No, it's crazy. It's um, crazy out there. Dean wants to know here. Uh, how do you like working with AJ Stewart? Wow, that's an awesome question because I think AJ is one of the greatest tire guy car chiefs I've seen in a while, and he wants to be a crew chief. So uh, I don't know how it would be possible, but wherever I go or if I keep working with Jay, like I'd want him to stay with me wherever I go from here on out because he's a really good guy and really good at working on the race car. Now, let's switch gears a little bit uh, because I, I came across a, a fascinating story uh, from 2016 at, at Atomic Speedway, a, a kind of deal that, that changed your life uh, uh, for different reasons. Um you want to talk about that and kind of go through what happened and, and what happened after the incident? Yeah, sure. Uh, I uh, had a bad accident in 2016 at Atomic Speedway. I uh, wrecked out of the park and uh, was not responding and uh, was repeating myself a lot. So they decided to lifelight me and uh, take me to the closest hospital in Columbus 
and uh, they did all these scans on me and made sure I was okay. I had a concussion and they were worried about internal bleeding and stuff. Uh, fast forward a month later, I'm home from the hospital. My mom comes in and tells me, you know, starts reading off this letter that um, about my stay at the, the hospital and they found on one of the scans that they found a mass on my kidney and they believed that it was renal cell carcinoma. And it was just crazy that I had to read, we had to read that through a letter and not get a phone call or something like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, immediately we just wanted to find out what we could do and how bad it was. And we went to one of the top specialists in uh, the United States, was right here in uh, Indiana, uh, Dr. Sprunger. Uh, he did his test and decided that it was renal cell carcinoma, which is kidney cancer. And uh, there's three different types. And I had one of the rarest forms of those three types. And uh, this cancer is found in 60 year olds. So it was pretty crazy that a kid that was 18, 19, uh, I think 18, 19, uh, <laughs> it's been so long now. Uh, it's uh, adding up, but um, had had this cancer. So I was like the 1% of the 1%. And uh, luckily, the wreck happened when it did because it's a long growing tumor. We uh, decided that he was gonna do surgery and I wouldn't have to go through any chemo or anything like that. And he ended up only taking 10% of my kidney. So it was a blessing in disguise that I had that racing accident. I was gonna say that that accident was, was really that, fortuitous. That accident because, saved your life. Because uh, kidney, there, there's no such thing as kidney pain. It can go for years and years and you don't know. Have you it. had a kidney stone? Those that, hurt. That's, that's the stone. That's the, okay. that's the blockage. Right. You're right. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. So did you think you would uh, ever get back in a sprint car when if, you know when you're going through all this? Yeah, we we definitely we took some time off just from the wreck, and then um, I just had to get my head back on straight. And then I think I even ran at the end of the year, like the last race at Fremont, and I wasn't even right. I shouldn't have probably raced that honestly. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I was just hoping that it wouldn't come back was the main issue because it, um, it comes back. There's a 40% chance of it coming back, but I think that just has to, a lot to do with, um, when you're deeper in, uh, more years into the cancer. And then also if you're older, so like older people are more susceptible to have reoccurring cancer. So, uh, I passed the five year mark here, not too long ago, a couple of years ago. And so that's the biggest step and the biggest goal was to hit the five-year mark, and that's what we did. So every, everything's still good? Yep, I'm, I'm good. I got both both kidneys, and I haven't had any problems. I uh, live a healthier, happier life. I'm closer with uh, God. And, uh, yeah, that's the second part of the story is that relationship with God. I uh, started going to uh, – the gym more and uh to church more i was going monday through friday to the gym during the off season to get back in shape of things and uh, i decided to go one saturday and i ran into my pastor gary at the gym and it was a pretty big city so it was surprising to see him there and uh i just uh said hey gary and he said what's up you go to the creek and i said yep he goes okay he's like what do you do you, you look like an athlete i go i drive race cars he goes oh wow do you have any bad accidents and uh, I told him the story, <laughs> and 
he said, wow, you should really come to one of the groups that meets on Wednesdays. Um, it's a, um, you know, young adults college ministry group. And I started going there and going there for the, you know, the past year from there. And then there's a organization that works with uh, the church I go to called Rafa House, now renamed Rafa International. And they help girls who have been through sex trafficking. They have a, um, a, a home in Haiti and they also have another one in Cambodia. And there was talks about going on a mission trip to Cambodia. And I went halfway across the world and got to experience what they do for those girls and uh, all the way from five to 18. So it's just, it's mind blowing what, you know, these people go through and slavery still exists to this day. So that's why I actually got a taste of that again. Uh, there's a movie in the movie theater right now called Sound of Freedom. And it um, right. talks about exploration of uh, exportation of uh, girls and little boys who um, are being trafficked and enslaved today. So it's a really good movie. I highly suggest it. Uh, I felt it right here again. And I haven't felt that way since I've been to Cambodia. So it's really cool. I've read a little bit about that, right. that movie. I've heard about it. So that's cool. Um, so let's uh, let's go focus back on, on racing here. This weekend you said uh, you're going to be running the, the, the doubleheader at Fremont. Uh, beyond that, uh, do you know uh, when your next race is after this weekend? Honestly, no. I have my <laughs> gear bag and my both of my seats ready. I'll I'll uh, drive from Fremont to Knoxville if I get a ride for the Cappy on Sunday. Uh, and if not, I'm going to be in Knoxville all week anyway. Uh, but I'll have my stuff ready. And uh, after that, I don't know. I, I just probably more Attica Fremont stuff. Um, maybe a regional, bigger regional race here and there. I have my car ready. Um, just can't run really half miles with my stuff. So uh, just just ready to rip. Gotcha. So if there's any uh, car owners out there looking for a driver at Knoxville. And, Kale, I'm, sure, and I'm sure we've got listeners he'll, over there. He'll be ready. <laughs> Favorite sure. track. Tell us about Ooh. that. Man, that's tough. I, I respect and love, like, I usually have, like, a top five. So, All right, what's, what's a top five? five? Let's hear it. Knoxville, uh-huh. Eldora. Wait, wait are, which, which order are we going in? This or, is just top five. Okay, they're just all random. There is no, there is no order. They're tied. I love them all. Uh, Knoxville, Eldora. Uh, honestly, Spoon River. I just raced there two weeks ago, and Spoon River just went up my list. So Spoon River is on there now. Uh, I don't know. I have a soft spot for Atomic Speedway. So did I you, say did you ever run at Millstream when they were open? Yeah, yeah, I did actually. I, that, that reminded me of I raced that Sunday two weeks ago. I raced the Red Hill, and that place was like spitting image of Millstream. So it gave me the Millstream feels because I ran Millstream, uh, and, and I think it was 2015 right. or 16 uh, for Ohio Speed Week. It sounds like Millstream would be your kind of track, give, given the ones that you listed. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's momentumy, uh, a little flat for my right. taste, but um, it's I'm good at momentumy tracks. So uh, I love small tracks, but there's something about those three eighths, half mile, big quarters. I just banked 
And if you got multiple grooves, I'll find the best groove around you. The, the mill stream rumor mill is lighting up a little bit. Yeah, I know. I saw, was it uh, Rich Farmer posted an aerial shot uh, of, yeah. of mill stream? And there, was... There's some teases going on out there. And that's all I can say. It, I thought it was, they were, they got all the grass cut off, didn't they? And they were going to open and they didn't this year? That, that was two years ago. They were going to open and they didn't. But they, they were close. But then there were some issues. Yeah. Sad story. Um, um, it, it's tough, and you know, it's tough. All the there's a lot of racetracks going on in Ohio right now, which is a good thing, but it's spreading everybody a little thin. I think so. I wish the Ohio tracks would come together and not everyone race against each other on right. Saturday. Sometimes there there is a little let's make a cooperation between between some of the tracks. You know, they they've some of the tracks kind of have uh, their own little series. Uh, you know, the Attica Fremont Championship Series. Those guys, those two tracks, though, have worked together for for years. But uh, yeah, no, the, no, those two worked yeah. together. I was just last Saturday, Wayne County was running, and Sharon was running, and then Fast was running in Indiana. So like, it was like over a hundred cars that could be racing against each other that weren't. So I blame Ron. It's all Ron's fault. Me? I didn't know it. I know. <laughs> is uh is there anywhere uh, that people can follow you uh, get uh Kale Thomas uh, merchandise? Yeah, yeah. Uh just go to any social media site, my name, Kale Thomas, and then uh it's Twitter, Instagram, anything like that. Just add a 91 at the end. So Kale Thomas 91. And uh you should have the link in any of my bios and stuff. I uh own uh this little side gig. I'm trying to get going a uh, custom candle business. So I sell my shirts on there and stuff. Do you do you have uh, race fuel scented candles? I I am thinking about venturing in that. I'm thinking about doing something like that, and then also thinking about doing specialty candles for like bigger bigger time drivers. So like, you know, it'd be cool to do like a Nos Energy Drink candle or a Victory go. Fuel candle, or you know, have a special scent for one of the drivers. Like, uh, I was thinking Shark Racing, like Shark Attack scent, so uh, blue and red or something. Anybody cool. you need to thank for uh, thank for uh, all all of your uh... sponsors? He's asking about sponsors. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll first off, I'll say I'll thank Jake Kaiser for uh, putting me in this weekend. Uh, just all the sponsors that I have always backed me for a long time now: Angular Machine and Tool, uh, Factory Cane Shocks, uh, SFE Services, uh, Ohio Heating. Uh, uh, there's yeah, just my family. Um, my friends and my girlfriend, Megan. So uh, they're all uh, supporting me right now as I go through this transition in life and hopefully, uh, you know, keep keep grinding. Absolutely. And uh, I know last week's guest didn't go on and win, but uh, there's a high percentage of times our guests will go on and win their next race or two. So, you know, Fremont this weekend, let's get her done. Well, Fremont's a doubleheader, so that could count as one. He could win both of them and... Yeah. Either way, good luck this weekend. Don't let us down, Thank you. I Kale. appreciate it. All right. Thanks for, for the time, Kale. It's uh, been great yep. talking to you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. And keep in touch with this candle thing. Maybe we can work out a sponsorship deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll play <laughs> okay. you on. All right. We'll see you, Kale. Yeah, see you. Bye. There you go. Kale Thomas. Be racing this weekend at... Uh, Fremont, Fremont doubleheader Fremont. this weekend because Attica's off in the uh, Jay Kaiser Racing number 23. Uh, we have Brendan Razzle uh, with
waiting in the wings here. We'll get to him in just a little bit. We got to do a little bit of racing news and pay some bills here. Uh, got to mention Dominator Race Products back as a sponsor of the show. Check out that classic looking Killer Z nose, that uh, Camaro nose from the what late seventies, up to up to eighty two. Up to eighty two. Okay, it's pointy. It's very yeah. pointy and really aerodynamic, and, and it's a great throwback piece. There you go, uh, and it's all plastic. Yes. And that's, so it's easy to, to use there. And if you run into things, it'll pop back out, most likely. You know that for a fact. I do. I've, I speak from experience. Not the Killer Z nose, but the other Dominator noses. Uh, uh, Dominator also has the Outlaw nose kit for asphalt super late models, shaker screens, fan shrouds, modified valances, plastic late model spoilers. You can order direct from Dominator Race Products. Uh, call them direct at 419-923-6970. I sold one of the uh, pavement... Uh, late model noses to the Herald Fair group this week. They had a little unfortunate incident a week ago. and uh, There you go. You can also get it from local reputable uh, race shops, such as Ron Miller Race Cars. Including. Yeah. Including that, yes. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lanes. They, ha- they have uh, custom magnets, can koozies, tumblers that you can put just about any picture they have on there, action shots, victory lane shots. Uh, they can do photo shoots by appointment if you, I don't know, senior picture time, maybe. Wedding we if it's not this. on a Saturday night. There you go. Wedding if it's not on a Saturday night. Uh, the calendars, uh, that was a oh, popular yeah. deal. The custom calendars, they, uh, they're they starting to take orders for those for uh, the 2024 calendars. So uh, get a hold of Charlie, 419-476-9978. Freeze frame photos. Special moments frozen in time. Coming up, we'll uh, talk to Brendan here in just a moment. First, got to take care of our... Uh, Racing Roundup, some action from this past weekend. Racing Roundup. So uh, I'm on the wrong part here. I flipped ahead too far. Uh, Last weekend, Attica Raceway Park, as uh, we heard Cal Thomas uh, mentioning there, racing with Cap Henry for the lead before uh, a little bit of contact uh, taking Cal out of competition. Cap Henry going on to win that. That was his second uh, Attica Fremont Championship uh, Series 410 feature win in a row. Devin Shields picking up his second late model feature win at Attica Raceway Park in a row. Jimmy Miller winning the AFCS 305 feature there. Lima Land, Friday night, my first time there. Yeah. Uh, watched uh, Brendan Russell uh, pick up the victory there with a flat tire in the last lap. That was pretty exciting. Um, he won the uh, Thunderstock feature. Jerry Bowersock picking up the win in the mods, another former guest of the show. All right. Nice to meet him in person. And Aiden Salisbury picking up a, a pretty exciting a Great Lake traditional sprint uh, feature win down there. And it was pretty, it was nice. And, and I hear I hear that Jerry's going to be back in the booth tomorrow night. Rumor at has it. That's the rumor. And and track conditions were great. Very acceptable. Well, I mean, for my, for my first time there, I had nothing to judge it against, but there were two lanes uh, of racing and, uh, some pretty, uh, quite a bit of side-by-side racing, as a matter of fact. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, Saturday night, rained out. Fremont Speedway on Saturday. Travis Philo picking up the 410 win. Max Stambaugh, uh, the Great Lakes Super Sprint feature winner. Paul Weaver picking up the win in the 305s. Flat Rock Speedway, it was uh, Tom Gosser picking up the Vores Compact Touring Series feature win on Saturday night. Ron Allen, late model sportsman feature winner. And Brad Turner. 
uh, picking up the win in the uh, factory stocks. Also, figure eights in action there. Bryce Thompson picking up the win there. Some different names coming out of the uh, figure eight yeah, ranks up there at Flat Rock. Nobody named early lately. I know. It's crazy. Well, there was with that other early. Yeah. And not the normal earlies. A younger sounding one. <laughs> yes. His name sounded younger. Yep. Butler uh, Motor Speedway Saturday night. Steve Irwin picking up the uh, Great Lakes traditional sprint series uh, feature win there. Robbie Henderson winning in the mods. Travis Kyle, winner in street stocks. Ryan Crocker in the four cylinders. Uh, Waynesfield Motorsports Park in action on Saturday night as well. Raleigh Hader picking up the Dirt Track Truck Series feature win. Brandon Vaughn in the modifieds. Tony Anderson picking up the stock win. Harvey Yoder in the compact. Sandusky Speedway, they had their high miler weekend. Three nights of big, racing big action. Yeah. And our how many question was a trick question last week because yeah. somehow my dates were shifted off. And oh. I said, how many super modifies were going to be there on Sunday? Yeah. There were none because they were running Thursday through Saturday, not Friday through Sunday. So no. we'll talk won? about that later. Yeah, okay. No, I adjusted it. We, I did the Saturday. Because nobody picked zero. If somebody would have picked zero, I would have given it them. But nobody did. So uh, we took the Saturday numbers. Nobody caught your faux pas. Nobody did. It was kind of crazy. Uh, Thursday night, Eric Johnson picking up the win in the Renegades. Frank Neal was the Outlaw Super Series uh, winner. Annalie Martin. Getting uh, her first win in the beginner stocks. Doug Cantley, a pure stock winner. Tony Burns uh, picking up uh, the win in the All-American Iron. Yeah. Familiar name there. Uh, no, I just lost my place. Um, Friday night, Dennis Wood picking up the Ohio Wheelman Series uh, victory. Mike McVetta, the winner in the Super Modifieds. Rick Groach in the uh, Open Wheel Modifieds on Saturday night was uh, the winner. And Jeff Abold was the Super Mod feature winner for the High Miler. Right. World of Outlaw, Case Construction Late Model Series action. Friday night, Bobby Pierce, Chris Madden, Ryan Gustin, and uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. all scoring Prairie Dirt Showdown wins, uh, each getting $5,000 each. Saturday night's main event, the 53rd Annual Prairie Dirt Classic at Fairbury Speedway. RTJ picking up the win there, Ricky Thornton Jr. Uh, 50K richer after that one. Boy, they just, the, the big paydays just keep coming, they Scott. Do. Apparently, you can get rich racing. Tuesday. Hawkeye 50 at Boone Speedway. Bobby Pierce picking up a, a win there. And uh, I think I saw that the World of Outlaws, they're off for like almost a month now. Really? Yeah, not till the end of the month or early next month uh, is the next race for them. The uh, Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions in action last Thursday. Aaron Reitzel picking up the win at Lake Ozark Speedway. Buddy Kofoid uh, picking up the win at I-70 Motorsports Park on Friday night. That was uh, actually his first All-Star win of the season. And uh, Rico Abreu picking up the win at Knoxville Raceway on Saturday night. World of Outlaw NASA Energy Drink Sprint Car Series action. Weed Sports Speedway on Saturday was rained out. But uh, on Sunday, David Gravel picking up his 10th World of Outlaw win of the season. SRX Series action last Thursday night. And we have some <laughs> news related to that yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, but your winner, Kyle Busch. Uh, I believe that was his first time running SRX Series. Picking up the win at the Pulaski County Motorsports Park, also known as the Motor Mile. NASCAR action this past weekend. Uh, Carson Hosevar picking up the win at uh, Richmond. And uh, also, I guess the uh, playoff field has been set already for the truck series. So, uh, Corey Heim was uh, crowned the regular season champion, whatever that means. Basically, he is uh, moving into the playoffs as well as Carson Hosevar. Uh, Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, Grant Enfinger, Christian Eckes, 
Matt Benedetto, Matty D, Nick Sanchez, and Matt Crafton. Matt Crafton had a pretty good night. He did? Yeah. Where'd he finish? Uh, I think fifth or okay. so, uh, and, and scored stage points in every stage. So, Well, those drivers will be in the first round right. of uh, the Truck Series playoffs. Xfinity Series action, they were at uh, Road America uh, for the Henry 180. Sam Mayer picking up the win there. It was his uh, first career Xfinity Series win. And then uh, Sunday at Richmond, Chris Busher picking up the win in a uh, pretty uneventful race, other than a bump from to Denny Hamlin from Kyle Larson, who was two laps down. I think that was the most exciting thing in that Excuse race. Excuse me, I'm coming through. Yeah. Well, and he Kyle, had fresh tires. Kyle had some new tires on, and Hamlin was... But other than that, there was just nothing in that was race a, that was real oh, exciting. It was, just, it was Yeah, it was. So, anyway, uh, let's get to our next guest here. Uh, first, got to mention DCR Graphics. They do full wraps. If uh, you still need a wrap or if you ripped up your car and you need a... Uh, a wrap for the rest of the season or just some decals, whatever, or you're thinking ahead for next year, uh, give DCR Graphics a, uh, a call. They specialize in banners, stickers, die casts, uh, and T-shirt designs. Uh, they can do pretty much any kind of graphics for any kind of car, sprint cars, late models, modified stock cars, compacts, uh, whatever, vans. Get a white van. He can make a, a decal that says free candy. Really? Yeah. I don't recommend that because it's probably not good. But uh, DCR Graphics, locally owned and operated, call or text Dale at DCR Graphics, 419-308-9523. You can also uh, get the official Hammerdown Racing Report window stickers from uh, DCR Graphics. Just give uh, Dale a call, send him a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash DCR Graphics, and uh, just $5. He will mail it to you, or you can uh, pick it up uh, from the track. Usually he's at Oakshade. He's been at other tracks, though. So just make arrangements, and he'll hook you up. So hashtag DCR. Uh, still time to get in on that uh, drawing we'll be doing at the end of the show for a free Hammerdown Racing Report sticker. So there you go. Let's uh, bring in Brendan Russell here. He's been waiting patiently for quite a while. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Thank you for having me on, guys. Hey, glad to have you. Hope, we, hope we've been entertaining you. <laughs> It definitely has been. I, I hope, uh, you know, after see, meeting you, Scott, down in Victory Lane for the first time, I'd say it's pretty good luck for us to talk beforehand for our last <laughs> race of the year. Yeah, uh, you got I can get myself in that drawing for a free sticker, too. Oh, okay. Hashtag DCR. <laughs> Put it in the comments. So you're in the drawing. Oh, crud. You know what I forgot? What? I forgot to set up the contest. Oh, Oops. No. I think it'll work, though. I think we're okay. We're perfect. I haven't missed out on anything yet, then. No, no, not yet. People may have to type it back in. Just, just hang me... in there. Yeah, let me do this and type in hashtag DCR. This uh, contesting system's a little weird. Uh, start collecting comments. Okay, it did collect the ones that are already in there, so we're good. We're all good. So if you did already type in hashtag DCR, you're, you're good. good. If not, go ahead and type it in anytime before we do the drawing. So, uh, yeah, tomorrow night, uh, Lima Land uh, finishing up. Well, their season's technically finished, but it's uh, awards night. Uh, King of the Quarter Mile, which uh, you're part of. I'm assuming you're in the Invitational as well. Um, uh, yeah. What do you we're, think? Uh, we're, we're locked in. We're ready. To, we were actually fortunate to lock in pretty early this year, and then it, it took the pressure off, and all of a sudden we went and won three in a row, and then we rounded out the season with another one while, while we were at it, uh, which, I mean, gives us an advantage. We're going to be running the King of the Quarter with, I think there's only six race winners total this year, and uh, us winning half the entire <laughs> race season did a did a number on that. 
Yeah, uh, you're probably not too po- probably not too popular amongst the other drivers. Like, that son of a bitch. I, I'm sure there's a couple. I know there's a, a couple that you know they shake their finger and they wonder what we're doing. <laughs> the other ones, uh, you know, some of the other winners are some of our best friends. Uh, I can't say you know anything bad about most of our competitors. We've had a a heck of a good year. A lot of fun, great racing, good clean running. Uh, it's been fun. I just wish I could have won them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing everybody else is happy you haven't but uh you finished second in the points uh, you came in last weekend third uh hopped over sean valeni to uh with that win to to get second in the points are you, are you happy with that are you disappointed uh you didn't get the championship i mean i'll take it for for how rough our season started out uh second in points is nothing to be ashamed of uh we started the year uh we were passing for the lead with a few to go and we ended up losing one of our headers and uh, DNFing that night, and then we won the second night out, and then we DNF two more nights in a row. Um, so we, we were either, you know, we were, you know, just peaks and valleys, nothing in between whatsoever. We couldn't put together just a standard normal race uh, at the beginning of the year there. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we, we worked out the bugs, we got our, our motor fixed, we ended up just rattling them off one after another there. And uh, after that, we never finished off the podium. Uh, we finished either we were either winning the thing or we were second or third. There was no nowhere else for us to be. And I'd say 99% of the time, I rolled into the track every Friday night thinking, man, I got the car to win. Everybody should be looking at us for how to do this. <laughs> Scott was talking earlier about uh, your finish last week. Tell, yeah, us, say, tell us about that. I was going to say, you almost didn't get that uh, win last yeah. week. I mean, we would have at least been on the podium. I, I was fast enough to get to keep it up there. But uh, yeah, right as we took the white flag uh, heading into one, I put it up top as we, like you said, it was a good racetrack. We had two good lanes of racing. I was stuck on the bottom and fourth for a while. And finally I was like, you know, the top looks like it's there. Let's do it. Uh, and just ran away. But yeah, as we took the white, it let go, that right rear tire let go. And I was like, oh no, this is going to be one of those. I was like, I hope I have a big enough gap. I saw my crew chief chance giving me straightaway sticks that we had a good lead on them. Uh, so I was like, okay, I, I can limp it. I can get there. Uh, you know, sailed it off into one with a flat right rear, just hoping it would hold. It fully shredded down the back stretch and ripped all the body apart. And then uh, I just, I, uh, I just real tiptoed around the bottom the shortest way I could uh, to get up to the fr- uh, front straightaway. And I tell you what, watching the video, uh, it, they were coming. They smelt blood in the water. It was. Uh, it was good that it wasn't one lap longer. Yeah, I know. I, I remember asking you in victory lane. I was like, man, you were running high the whole time. Why did you go down and low in three and four in the final lap? And then, oh, yeah, tire. <laughs> yeah, shortest, shortest way back. <laughs> I, I didn't have any traction. To ride, you know, when, you, when you're missing one of your flippers, you're not, there's not much you can do. So what, uh, what is some of your uh, background in race? You've run uh, modifieds as well? Yeah, uh, man, I've, I've had a pretty interesting 26 years on this earth so far. Uh, so I, I grew up racing back home in South Dakota. Uh, my parents were, you know, in stock car racing when I was born. As soon as I turned about six, they said, you know, we're going to sell the stock car. Brennan's getting a, a go-kart where I've been in a seat every single year of my life since. So, uh, you know, go-karts onto stock cars into some super stocks is what we called them back home. Uh, and then I came out here to Ohio to go to school at UNOH. Uh, I was... Uh, you know, gifted a, g- a great opportunity to be a part of their motorsports team, racing stock cars and modifieds for them. Got to travel quite a bit across the country. Uh, somewhere in there, I, I managed to get my way into a Monster Jam seat for a bit. Uh, so I drove some monster trucks and got to travel around the country for a bit. I'll, albeit I wasn't that good at it, but it was a lot of fun. 
uh, finally, you know, you know, graduated school 2020 kind of happened. So we all took a year off and I kind of recollect, uh, recollected and figured out what I wanted to do with my life. And, uh, I, one thing I fell in love with is right up here, you know, growing up in the middle of nowhere in the prairie of South Dakota, you know, the nearest track to us is, you know, uh, an hour and a half away, two hour drive, uh, versus right here in Ohio, man, between Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, even throw Kentucky in there. There are so many great dirt tracks and that, man, that's my, my lifeblood. So being here in Ohio is, it makes perfect sense to me. So I wanted to, you know, set up shop and buy my house and, uh, start building my own cars and stuff like that is the goal, uh, here before long. So right now it's just us with our little open, uh, open trailer operation and stock car, but we're hoping to advance quickly. So is, is home in Ohio for you right now or? It is now. Okay. It is now. All right, and, and but you plan to to stick around at least in this area. Yeah, I I'd, honestly I love in the Midwest. Like I, said, I love having I, yeah the true what you guys call Midwest. It's still east to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I just I love how close everything is here. As far as there's so many great dirt tracks and great racers, and there's a bunch of great competition. So uh, for someone like me that wants to build my own cars and race against the best in the country, there's no other place I'd rather be. So. Right here in Lima is a, a great place to set up shop as far as I'm considered. You went to school at UNOH. What's your day job? <laughs> My day job right now is actually, uh, uh, I just got switch jobs, actually. I just signed the paperwork today. Uh, I actually just signed on to be a part of the maintenance uh, maintenance plant uh, for a production facility here in Delphus, actually. Uh, it turns out, I figured out a while ago, especially with Monster Jam, that if I go into racing and work on other people's race cars, it's really hard to build and drive my own race cars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're working every Friday night on someone else's rig, it's pretty hard to, sure. uh, it's pretty hard to build your own car. So uh, I took a step away from as far as like a career in motorsports and I want to, you know, focus on my own racing and having my own fun. I think it's more, to me, it's a little more rewarding just being on that side of it for right now. Now, be, being a, a student at UNOH, uh, did that kind of open up uh, more opportunities uh, as far as racing goes for you? Oh, a ton. I mean, as far as like, you know, job opportunities and just racing opportunities to be, you know, to help out with different crews and travel all over the place and learn from other people. And, you know, when you get to walk up and, uh, you know, a super late model pick, and go, Hey, you know, I'm going to school, but like, I'm trying to figure this out. You know, would you teach me a little bit about, about what you're doing? You know, maybe not all your secrets, but just, you know, clue me in a little. And, uh, it seems like a lot of people are very, uh, you know, very open to that. They're awesome as far as like, Oh yeah, you're a student. You're just trying to learn. Like, here's what we're doing. Like, let, let's walk you through it. Um, and as far as what UNOH provides as you graduate, you know, there's a ton of opportunities for job placement, resources for you to get internships. Um, you know, there's really a ton of opportunity. I'm just the weird one that chose to go my own little way. <laughs> well, you should have uh, UNOH, uh, you need to go back and ask them to, to pay you for being a, a, a paid spokesman. <laughs> Oh, well, for a little while I was, I worked oh, okay. as, a, as a recruiter for a bit, but yet again, there's a lot of travel, a lot of, you know, this, and when you're traveling that much and it's not even for your own race crew, it's, it gets kind of stressful on the home life. So, uh, ended up just walking away from that so I could focus more, but there's no bad blood there, man. I, I love those guys. They do a great, great work and, uh, all the teachers and some of the people that I met there are still great friends to this day. So yeah, all the love there. Now, do you, do you run a, You've run uh, Lima Land this year. Any other tracks uh, you get to? Uh, we haven't really made any other tracks this year. Last year, we primarily ran uh, Montpelier, Indiana. 
Okay. Uh, we wanted to make a trip down to Waynesfield, but just uh, with our budget and some other family stuff going on, I actually just got married this year. So we've oh, been working congratulations. a bunch of different stuff. Thank you. Um, so uh, that's been a hassle on its own self. I love I love my wife to death, but it's been a hassle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we wanted to go to a couple other tracks, but and then as we're wrapping up Lima Land, we actually want to sell our stock cars so we can move up to mods. And it sounds like we've got a few people already interested in it uh, pretty hardcore in- interested in it. So maybe this might be the end of it for us. <laughs> so next year you might be in uh, a modified. That's the plan. I want to be up in the UMP mods. I mean, we're uh, no, no problem with stock car racing. I, I love it because, you know, some of the lower divisions in my mind, you get to do a lot more innovating. You can, uh, you can kind of play with some rules more so than you can on a national level. Uh, but the mods, I mean, we're running the same exact tires. We're going through the same fuel. We're running pretty much the same motor and, you know, powertrain. Uh, you know, at that point, the cost of running is, you know, almost the same night to night as far as a stock car to modified, but payouts really don't match. So, uh, and then the freedom that comes with running the modified that when you're, you know, under the UMP sanctioning body, I can pack myself up, go down to Florida and race with people. I can go over to Pennsylvania. I can go over to Kentucky or Illinois. Who knows where I want to go? How about uh, South Dakota? Uh, South Dakota <laughs> runs mostly IMCA and, oh, uh, and Lesota rules, no. unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. They got those tight rules that make you stamp all the parts and stuff. <laughs> so uh, next year, possibility to do some traveling away from uh, Lima Land then? Yeah, that would be the plan is maybe not be so uh, – not be quite as committed to running a point schedule uh, right here at home. You know, I love our home track right in our backyard. It's, you know, it's only a mile and a half, two miles away from my house. So uh, it's hard not to race right here in our backyard. Oh, yeah. uh, especially this year, it was like, you know, we were like, oh, well, if it rains out, maybe we'll go to another track. But we we got every single race in this year. It was crazy. I understand uh, I, I understand that Eldora has uh, pretty good points payoff. Uh, any thoughts of heading there? Uh, with a mod, I'd love to. This year with a stock car, uh, you know, A, my body wasn't quite legal for uh, Eldora, but oh. part of that reason was I knew I didn't have, I don't have the motor program to go to that big half mile with that heavy of a car and compete. Uh, we're making do with just a little 383, but she's got some spunk. She does good on this little quarter mile. <laughs> so what's uh, uh, your uh, your racing name there, the Razzle Dazzle? Name, yep, play Razzle off Dazzle. It, play and off your I, last name? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So uh, a good friend of mine dubbed me Razzle Dazzle because the uh, announcer down at Volusia, when I first went there with the motorsports team for UNOH, uh, driving a modified, literally the first heat race out. I think it was only the fourth lap in. Uh, just I got caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I ended up on my lid. And uh, and the announcer sat there and he's like, oh, you just put a little too much razzle dazzle on that one. And <laughs> he kind of like, I think in his mind, he's like, ah, it's just a throwaway joke. I'm gonna leave it alone forever. <laughs> but uh, a couple of my buddies, they just latched on, and they're like, oh, if I can make it stick, you gotta stick with it. And sure enough, man, he he was he, every single day he looked at me and said razzle dazzle, just made it burned it in my brain. Uh, so I mean, <laughs> I couldn't let go of it after that. I love it anyway. So after this uh, this weekend, or tomorrow night, as a matter of fact, uh, is that that it for uh, your racing season this year? Uh, we'll see. If we don't sell the race car right away, then I'd love to hit up you know Montpelier Motorsports Park as well as uh, Waynesfield uh, right here in our backyard. So it just depends on when the car gets sold or who wants it and how fast we can get started working on a modified. So gotcha. And if if people uh, using this uh, opportunity for you here, if people wanna are interested in in, in your purchasing your car how can they get a hold of you 
Uh, yeah, they can find us pretty much on any social media platform. They can find us on Facebook as our primary. Uh, you can just go to Razzle Dazzle Racing, our racing page there, and message us. Uh, you can always message myself on Facebook or anything like that. We're also on Instagram and everything like that, too. Same Razzle Dazzle Racing page. And the car could be bought in any shape. Any shape, Com- man. Complete, I'll also turnkey, turn complete key car. Or... You can have the trailer with it for the right price. Wow. There we go. I need a new car. No, I don't. I shouldn't. Yeah, you do. No, no. We, no. Come with my notebook no. while you're at it and come over here to Lima and go dominate. There you go. Uh, so looking ahead to maybe five, ten years down the road, where where do you, where do would you like to end up as far as your racing career? I mean, you're looking at a NASCAR level. You're looking at, like, World of Outlaws or Lucas oh, Oil or <laughs> modified late uh, models. I, I, just, I think, uh, man, would I ever – I would love to race a late model at least once in my life. I, I would never turn down that opportunity. I think they're the pinnacle of dirt racing in my opinion. Uh, as far as just technical advancement, they're just so damn cool. Uh, yep. Ron, Ron's but, got uh, one sitting uh, just in his shop there. I think it could use right, a driver. I'll get my right? gear bag. We'll go on Saturday. <laughs> okay. uh, but uh, no, as far as five years from now, my five-year plan, I really would love to be building my own modified chassis from scratch, being a small-time car builder right here in Ohio. Uh, just you know, something like, uh, I don't know if you guys know, uh, obviously Todd Sherman is kind of a regional name sure. right around here. Yeah. Uh, love the guy to death. Uh, he, you know, he built some good cars and I, I think as far as running their own little business and their own shop right there in Indiana is kind of my level of living the dream. Uh, you know, maybe I don't need national notoriety or fame. I just want to win some hell tour races, be a regional champ and build some cars. And that's going to be my day job. That would be, that would be my five-year plan. If there you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, Hey, at least you have one. I mean, that's, that's the important thing there. Any, exactly. uh, any sponsors, uh, you want to give a shout out to? Absolutely. There's a, a couple people that obviously, you know, keep our whole crew running together. My crew chief, Chance Holly, my wife, Abby, uh, as well as uh, one of our great crew guys is uh, John uh, Higgins over there. He helps us out every weekend, uh, but also sponsors as far as race car bodies by daily right over there in uh, Indiana. They you know do a lot for us as far as supplying parts and meeting us at the track and as well as, you know, whatever I need, if I needed it at my door the next day, he's on it. Uh, we also got a huge sponsor with, uh, Neff bodies and graphics. They keep that car looking like the Bengal tiger that it is, uh, as well as a good buddy of ours, pro hall, but from back home in South Dakota, uh, they reached out and gave us a huge helpful sponsorship when it mattered, when we were trying to get our program off the ground last year and helped us out a ton. Uh, also got to give a huge thank you to, um, Hunter Bailey as uh, he's actually a young kid right here. He's still in school. He's still at UNOH, but he built our engine, uh, from the ground up for us. That little 383 has been killing it this year. Uh, so Bailey built race motors is his little side business. So huge. Thank you to Hunter there. So what, what odds are you giving yourself to, uh, win the king of the quarter mile tomorrow? Uh, as I'd, I'd say it's probably nine and a half out of 10 chances. I'm walking away with it. Right. Have, have you ever won that? Not yet. Okay. I've never been in one yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, what's their format? Uh, will you be starting up front with that or pill draw? I'm not. I know for the invitational, it's a straight up pill draw is where you start. Uh, so hopefully we can draw good. Usually my luck for drawing is horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. I but can I, relate. I believe. Yeah, but I say I believe King of the Quarter goes off of points situation. So uh, so we should be starting outside pole. Um, I feel awfully good about my odds of that. that, that you you be, like that, the outside. That'd yeah. be a tough place to start. That's I'll sarcasm. Say, love, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> tough starting on the front row. Nice clean track in front of me. <laughs> 
Well, we wish you uh, wish luck tomorrow night, and uh, good luck in the future, too. It's uh, been great talking to you. Yeah, hopefully you can have me on again when we're racing mods and winning a bunch of uh, stuff there. So, uh, But thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it, and uh, I look forward to seeing you again in Victory Lane, Scott. Uh, well, thanks so much for your time. <laughs> great interview. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if, if you win tomorrow night, yeah, we'll have you up back on next next week, too. That's a plan. Okay. Right. No pressure. <laughs> right. See you guys. Thank we'll you. See Thank you. There you go. Brendan Russell, uh, Thunderstock, five-time Thunderstock uh, winner down at Lima Land this year and uh, finishing second in the points to uh, Tony Anderson. And it was pretty fun watching those guys race. You had good view. I did. It was a pretty good view, yeah. The windows were actually nice and clean, too. Really? Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, don't forget to type in hashtag DCR. There we go. Uh, for your chance to win that uh, Hammer Down Racing Report window sticker, we'll be uh, doing that drawing here very shortly. First, uh, we have a little bit of racing news to get to before we get to uh, tonight's How Many. So uh, let's do that now latest racing news so the uh cw are you familiar with that what the cw is no it's a network it's a network that uh used to be just like teen shows and stuff and they've they've cut back on budgets it's like locally channel 13-2 okay uh, is the cw over the air uh yeah uh they they're gonna become the Exclusive home to the NASCAR Xfinity series starting in really? 2025. Yeah. The deal will reportedly run through the 2031 season. So, uh, was it six seasons, seven seasons? So, of locally racing? it'll be on 13-2? 13-2, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they're going to carry 33 Xfinity races each year, plus practice, plus qualifying events. It's the first time the Xfinity series. Uh, first time in Xfinity st- Series history that each Xfinity race will be available on free over-the-air broadcast television. The races will be produced by NASCAR Productions in uh, close collaboration with the CW. The seven-year deal is worth uh, $800 million. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, per a report uh, from the Sports Business Journal. Xfinity races typically draw an average of uh, 1 million viewers per race. They, season, they so. looking for any on-air talent, Scott? I, uh, they're using the NASCAR. I think, actually, the article I did read said they are looking to put together a uh, um, a team to cover for them, a broadcast team. But uh, Throw our names in the list. Eh, we, we can I, hit the road. Can we? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. The CW, they're getting into sports. They just signed right. a deal a little bit ago with that live golf thing. LIV right, golf, whatever right, the heck right. it is, the other, I don't, I don't know. So they're, I, I guess I, they're trying to get in the sports. I thought, th- I thought Liv and PGA were. I thought they got back together, so I don't know. But they, they signed the deal with Liv before they got back together. But I'm not. this is not a golf show, and I don't know anything okay. about golf. Other than it makes me sleepy, more so than NASCAR sometimes. But anyways, moving on, Paul Tracy. Uh, we talked about uh, this with the SRX series a, a little bit ago. That won't, Kyle won't Bush see, won't see him around. Kyle Bush won last week. Uh, Paul Tracy was racing side by side with fellow IndyCar driver Joseph Newgarden with 11 laps to go in the 100 lap SRX Series main event uh, last Thursday night at the Motor Mile. Did you see that, by the way? Did you see what happened? I did. Okay. Well, then this is not news to you. Tracy spun himself off the side of Newgarden, basically came up, uh, cr- put, 
New Garden into the wall coming off, the off of the corner. Of the track, yeah. bang, and, and kind of turned himself, and he's Jordan. spinning in front of the, the entire, well, not the entire field, but a, a good portion of it. Uh, NASCAR legend came, Ken Schrader came into the scene with nowhere to go, slammed in the side of Tracy. Both Tracy and Schrader were sent down the track and made contact with the inside wall. Each car needed a record to, to uh, return to pit lane. After the crash, Schrader walked over to Tracy's machine. Uh, he unhooked uh, the window net on Tracy's car and stuck his head in the driver's window to have a brief conversation. Well, that was just so that he could... He was, so making, he was tra- checking on it, make Tracy, sure he's okay, Tracy right? Tracy was okay. Yeah. Wanted to make sure he could get out of the car all I'm right. sure that's what it was, yeah. Tracy and uh, Schrader were involved, I guess, in an, instant, an incident uh, in the first race of the season as well uh, for the SRX series. In that case... Uh, Schrader felt that Tracy ran him over. Schrader told uh, ESPN after the crash uh, this past week, or last Thursday at the Motor Mile, quote, I'm not running another race with him. I'm done, unquote. He seemed pissed when he said that, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on Friday, Paul Tracy was suspended by the SRX series. It marks the uh, first suspension issued by the series since it debuted in 2021. Tracy had a different view of the accident uh, though he said that, uh, quote, I got a nose ahead of him, a half car length ahead of him, and I just got hooked. Turned sideways down the street, down the straightaway, unquote. So apparently, yeah, not the way I apparently saw it, but that's okay. Paul Tracy rejects other, everybody else's reality and substitutes it with his own. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, not going to return to the, uh, SRX series uh, this season. So. Or ever, maybe. I don't know. Well, it just said uh, for the rest of the season, according to uh, Don Hawk, the uh, SRX CEO. He confirmed that yesterday, as a matter of fact. So I was because all the reports initially didn't say how long he was suspended, but uh, now we know he's going to be gone, at least for this season. I, they'll probably, maybe they'll talk things over in the off season. Maybe, Schrader, maybe let's sit Schrader and, and, and Schrader and, will be back. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Kyle Busch, uh, he's going to be in a dirt late model uh, weekend this, or dirt late model this weekend. I saw that prior to the uh, NASCAR cup series event at uh, Michigan international speedway this weekend, he's going to compete in the 35th annual wood tick up at Merritt speedway on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Bush will drive the uh, number 51 Rowdy Energy-sponsored Longhorn chassis for Brandon Thurlby Racing. Earlier this year, Bush raced a Brandon Overton Wells Motorsports dirt late model in the uh, Kyle Larson Late Model Challenge Volunteer Speedway. That was uh, right before the Bristol deal. He started 23rd in that race and ended up, or I'm sorry, he's, yeah, he started 23rd and finished the race one lap down in 16th. Uh, of course, that was uh, against a field that included many of the country's best dirt lane. That was a great race yeah, between yeah. Larson and Davenport, as I recall. Yeah. So, Did I see that uh, the wood tick is going to be on flow? I'm not sure. I did, I did not see that. Uh, I did not see anything that... May, uh, maybe... Uh, maybe producer Dave will know. Producer Dave might know. <laughs> I'm sure he will. Me. All right. Um Jimmy Johnson, Chad Knaus, and uh, Donnie Allison were announced as the inductees on Wednesday for the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. The three make up the 14th class of the Hall of Fame's history. Allison was selected as an inductee on the Pioneer ballot. Janet Guthrie received the NASCAR Hall of Fame Landmark Award for her pioneering accomplishments as a racer from 1976 to 1980. The enshrinement ceremony will be held on Friday, January 19th. Uh, next year in Charlotte. 
Doug Frost says, yes, it will be on flow. Oh, there you go. Tick. Ask and receive. Uh, Bloomsburg Fair Raceway, three-eighths mile dirt track located in Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania, has been shut down following a court ruling. Uh, apparently, there's a noise ordinance in the area, which uh, the track used to be exempt from. However, in November of last year, their their exemption expired. A court ruling has forced the track to immediately stop running racing events. This comes shortly after upgrades were made to the facility. The fair is uh, presently considering legal action appealiate rights in relation to this uh and will continue to pursue damages against the town for its losses in uh, relation to this temporary shutdown of racing operations they say temporary so hopefully they get that straightened out i saw i saw they had a news clip about that uh, from a local channel i was watching it i I saw do you see the people that they interviewed i'm glad they shut that thing down oh yeah Apparently they didn't get any. The of racetrack the... was there before the people were, and that's usually the way it goes. Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, Gis- Gisbergen, 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 the guy that won the uh, Chicago race. He's undefeated yeah. in Cup Series action, as yep. a matter of fact. He's one for one. He's going to drive the uh, number forty-one Worldwide Express Chevrolet for Nice Motorsports in the Xfinity's or in the uh, Truck Cup Series, series. Uh, coming up at Indianapolis Raceway Park on Friday, August eleventh. So he's going to be making his Truck Series debut. Do you think he'll get a, a cup ride? I think there's a very good shot at it. And, and he seemed pretty excited when he won Chicago. Yes, uh, he did. Yeah. He uh, said that he had been talking with some people, and he was he was committed to the V8 Supercar Series in Australia for the rest of this year, but he was open to offers for 24. Uh, last uh, bit of news here for tonight, Attica Raceway Park, uh, just a reminder, is off until the 18th of August due to the Attica Independent Fair. So one of the reasons uh, Fremont's doing a doubleheader this weekend, Friday and Saturday. There you go. That is your racing news. Dave Kemmer says the wood tick will be on flow uh, Friday and Saturday. I changed that right when you were reading that, didn't I? That's okay. Okay. I memorized it. (laughs) I'm glad. Uh, No hammer down hotline playback tonight, but if you would like to uh, call, leave a message or text, 419-318-3081. Call or text it anytime, day or night. And if you do it uh, before a couple hours uh, before next week's show, we'll we'll play it back. Yeah. You want to talk about a race racetracks or express your opinion whatever yeah. we'll listen tell us how much you love our show how much you hate it we're all good either way well i don't know about that it's constructive criticism it's all good time running out to get in on that uh hammer down racing report window sticker courtesy of dcr graphics hashtag dcr in the comments if you haven't done that yet uh we'll be doing that drawing here as soon as we get through our it, you big can pick it up racing at Ron Miller race cars That's right or, or probably the Lightning McSteve car, the, the late model at Oakshade. Okay. We, we can make that connection. So last week's how many? Let, let's do how many. How many? So last week's how many was a, a trick question there. How many super modifieds uh, were going to be on Sunday at uh, Sundust? It wasn't Sundust. intended to be a trick no, question. No, it was, uh, wasn't intended as a trick question. So meant Saturday. And so I went with Saturday. And it, it was we the did production the team's fault. Exactly. I, I blame that. Um, the number was uh, 12, and the correct? 12? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My race pass. I looked it okay. up. Okay. 
Uh, you picked 28. Oh, wait. There was a lot more. I didn't update uh, your, what you picked. This is 291. What show is this? 291? 292. Where's 291? Yeah, if somebody could double check. I don't check, remember what you if, picked. If, if somebody could I think you won, though. If somebody could check on my race pass, um, I, I, I think there was a the, whole lot more than 12. Not in the uh, Super Modifieds. I don't believe so. If someone would verify that. I'm going to go with Trevor Hunt is our winner again. Okay. He picked 11. He was closest. Okay. So congratulations, Trevor Hunt. You got yourself a free Big D's pizza. You have 30 days to claim your pizza. This week, how many is uh, how many Silver Crown competitors are going to be at Toledo Speedway on Saturday for Ooh. Big Silver Crown? Right? Are they still calling it the Rally Beal Classic or not? Yes. Okay. I didn't see anything wow. on their website about and, that. And that's Saturday night. That is Saturday night. They had a pretty impressive list of uh, oh, entries. Pre-entries, yeah. Some pretty big names. Yeah, I think there were like, Nearly 30 pre-entries. Is, is that how many you're going with? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm stalling, Scott. You? Can't you tell? Uh, oh. So if you'd like a chance to win a Big D's Pizza next week, put in your guess as to how many um, Silver Crown cars are going to be at Toledo Speedway tomorrow evening. And we'll give you till 2 o'clock on Saturday. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, not live, uh, you can hit up our uh, YouTube video or the Facebook Live video. Uh, Facebook.com slash Hammerdown Racing Report, and just go to the comments, put in a number. As long as you get it in before 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon, you're entered to win. I, how I'm, many? I'm pretty optimistic. I, Scott, I'm going with 20. 12 modifieds. That's what it was. I'm still going with my 12. That's what I was looking at was the modifieds. Okay, because I was thinking super mods. Yeah. And so were you, but. Probably. I'm going with 27 cars at Toledo tomorrow. 27? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, Saturday. Saturday. Well, it could be tomorrow if you're listening to us tomorrow. That's right, 27. All right. I'm going to go with 26. Ah, you're going under me this I am. week. Uh, yeah, because my overs haven't been working real well. So uh, there you go. Put your uh, guess in there. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to go with the modified number. So Trevor Hunt, since I already announced him as the winner, he's the winner. Besides, everybody was wrong because I said Sunday, and there were zero on Sunday. So, see, well, you, that's you, my out. You blew there was, that. There Scott, was zero you blew on that Sunday. deal, buddy. Yes. Good lord. Sorry, Sandusky, I let you down there. But uh, yeah, that's my out. That's what I'm going with. Let's check out our Big D's Pizza <laughs> Racing menu for this weekend, and uh, we'll we'll try and get this one right for you. That would be uh, that one right there. This weekend, Big D's Pizza Racing Menu. So, yeah, we have uh, some new players on Friday night, as a matter of fact. Really? Yeah. Friday, August 4th, Lima Land Motorsports Park. That's not the new player. The other I was two. I going to say, wait yeah. a minute. It's going to be the award celebration, the invitational races, and the King of the Quarter Mile races with the NRA uh, Sprint Invaders, UMP Modifies, and Thunderstocks. You can see Brendan Russell uh, racing out there in that. Uh, gates open at 5 racing at 7.15, a little earlier start time. Uh, as opposed to 7.30. 7.15 is when the racing is going to start, and general admission tickets, $15 for that. Here's the new players on Friday night. Okay. Flat Rock Speedway, special Friday night oh, show. Oh, yeah, because Toledo, because of Toledo, Toledo running, running Saturday. Running Saturday. 
So it's uh, the Friday night special kids night at Flat Rock Speedway. Kids get in free, and they get a free hot dog. They're going to have the Outlaw Super uh, Late Model Street Stocks and Figure 8s. Gates open at 5.30, racing at 7.30 at Flat Rock. Again, on Friday night, general mission $15 there. Fremont Speedway, it's the Attica Fremont Championship uh, Series doubleheader weekend with AFCS 410s, AFCS 305s, and the dirt trucks. Uh, Friday night, gates open at 5, racing at 745, general mission $18. Friday night at Fremont Speedway. Saturday, Toledo Speedway, as we uh, mentioned, the Hemel Garden Super Fitness Night with the USAC Silver Crown Series, late model sportsmen in action, factory stocks, and vintage cars. Gates open at 5 at Toledo Speedway, racing at 7. General mission, 25 bucks for uh, that Saturday night show. Oakshade Raceway, a uh, full show with some bike giveaways, late model sportsmen, Dominator Super Stocks, and Compacts. Gates open at 4 Saturday, racing at 7, and general mission, $14. Fremont Speedway, night 2 of that double header with the AFCS 410s, 305s, and dirt trucks. Gates open at 4, racing at 7, general mission, $18 there at Fremont. Butler Motor Speedway, it's kids' night, backpack night, uh, 410 sprints, UMP modified street stocks, and four cylinders. Gates open at 430, racing at 730. General mission, $15 there. And finally, Eldora Speedway. It's $10 family fireworks night with the NRA Sprint Invaders, UMP modifieds, Eldora super stocks, and fireworks. Gates open at 430, racing at 730. General mission, just 10 bucks there at Eldora Speedway. At the Big E. The Big E, yes. Other series action this weekend. And, uh, well... Anytime between now and uh, our next show. Tonight, the uh, SRX Series Superstar Racing Experience is at Berlin Raceway in Martin, Michigan. That starts at 9 o'clock. It's going to be on ESPN once again. The Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions will be at Lake Ozark Speedway in Missouri. That is old. Never mind. That was from last week. Forget it. Yeah, apparently I did not uh, update that part. The World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series Ironman 55 Weekend. That is uh, going to be at uh, Federated Auto Part Raceway at I-55 in uh, Peverly, Missouri, Friday and Saturday nights, the 4th and 5th. Then the Knoxville Nationals at Knoxville Raceway uh, in Iowa, Wednesday through Saturday. That's next Wednesday through Saturday, the 9th through the 12th. The World of Outlaw Case Construction Late Model Series USA Nationals is at Cedar Lake Speedway in New Richmond, Wisconsin on Thursday. Uh, that's actually tonight through Saturday. August 3rd through the 5th. Arkham Menard Series will be at Michigan International Speedway tomorrow evening, Friday night, 6 o'clock. That's going to be on FS1. That's the Henry Ford Health 200. NTT IndyCar Series action. The Big Machine Music City Grand Prix on the Nashville Street Course. That's going to be Sunday at noon on NBC. The Xfinity Series will be in action for the Cabo Wabo 250 at Michigan International Speedway. That'll be Saturday at 3.30 on NBC. And then uh, the Cup Series, Firekeepers Casino 400 at MIS on uh, Sunday. That'll be at 2.30 on USA Network, which is weird. The uh, yeah. Xfinity Series is on the, the mothership, the broadcast network, and the Cup Series, the main event is relegated to cable network. Uh, I'm guessing because the uh, IndyCar Series is also on NBC, but that starts at yeah. uh, noon I don't know. I just, I'm glad I'm not in They've that got hole. that all sorted out. Uh, what's that? We can, We've got to go to CW, though. Yes. The CW. 
Um, what's that weekend weather pit stop look like Scott, as we, uh, if you, oh, if you like, well, before we do that, okay. Last call for, uh, DCR. We're hashtag do DCR graphics. There you go. Right now. Hashtag DCR. This is your last chance to get in on that drawing, which we're going to do right after you tell us how the weather's looking. If you like today's weather, you're going to like tomorrow. If you like today's weather, you're going to like Saturday. If you like today's weather, you're going to like Sunday. Monday's going to rain. Tuesday's going to rain. The weekend we don't care looks, about that. weekend looks great, Scott. Okay. I I thought there was a chance of rain tomorrow. I saw that earlier in the week, but I haven't watched anything recently. Gone. Gone? Poof? Yeah. Yep. All right. We're good. So we're going to be good everywhere. You don't need to bring a uh, jacket anywhere. I mean, you could, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be There's extra, no need it's to. It's going to be extra baggage. Okay. Let's do that drawing for the uh, Hammerdown Racing Report uh, window sticker courtesy of DCR Graphics. Uh, pull this up, share, and uh, looks like we got 13 entries. So here we go. Make sure that uh, this is on the screen. Here we go. See who's going to win this uh, week's sticker. And if DCR, if Dale's listening, I only got one more after this one. So Dean Henry's, he's already won one. <laughs> oh well, Dean Henry, if you are at Fremont tomorrow night. You can pick it up uh, at, at the P51 truck. John Young just uh, delivered one to him. Did he? Yeah, when he went and well, got cool. pizza this weekend at Big D's. Well, cool. So now you got yeah. another one. If you're at Fremont tomorrow, you can pick it up at the P51 truck. There you go. Congratulations, Mr. Dean Henry. Uh, and that's, uh, I think, about it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. want to thank our producer, uh, Associate producer, Dave Kemmer. Contributors, uh, John Young, Bob Stazak, Dean Henry. Like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on the ham at, uh, follow us on X, Twitter, whatever the hell it is now. Yeah, it's X. It's yeah. X. Follow us on X. I, I, that sounds I stupid. I opened my phone the other day and there's this big, big black X. X. Yeah. What? No. Oh, yeah. Follow us on the uh, platform formerly known as Twitter, at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever. We're and, on all 798 please, of them. Please take a minute and rate us. There you go. Rate Thank us, you. share us with your friends. If you do that already, we thank you very much for that. You can also check us out at HammerdownRacingReport.com. Uh, anything you need to know about the show is on there. Thanks to our sponsors, DCR Graphics, Dominator Race Products, Big D's Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon. If you're interested in being a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, uh, hit us up, send us a message, call the Hammerdown Hotline, 419-318-3081. Thanks again to our guests this week, Kale Thomas, Brendan Russell. Uh, good good interviews. Good guests this week. Guys, yeah. really. Absolutely. We'll see you next Thursday, 7 o'clock, live. In the meantime, get out and support your local tracks. No reason not to go to a racetrack this weekend, Scott. You can't blame the weather. We're out. We'll see you next week. Thanks, folks. Bye. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing 
to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on.